0: Cheese It Cheese It's. I love
1: cheese It. They're teaming up with this is real. They're teaming up with the vineyard to make a box that is half Cheese
2: It's and half wine.
3: <laughs> it it's
0: real.
2: People in the store are like, gross, I'll take a dozen boxes. Uh.
1: <laughs> You're a wine enthusiast. What do yes. they call those? Winos? Is that what you call wine enthusiasts? Sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, What time of night is it? Is that appealing? Cheez-Its and wine?
2: I have curled up with a bottle of wine and what was it? Not Cheetos. I haven't eaten Cheetos since I was 20. <laughs> it was something that you have a specific it, age. Well, it was some <laughs> idiotic snack that ended up being fabulous with wine. Oh, really? Well, oh, yeah. Something. Yeah, it was really good. And it it might have been Cheez-Its. You know what I ate last night just because it was there? Huh. A salted nut roll. There's a candy bar.
1: What, why, would a, why, would a, why would a grown man eat a candy bar?
2: Just because it was where? Like a convenience
1: store or what? I went to get something out of the cupboard and there was one.
2: It's on Just unwrap. Don't, don't mind if I do. <laughs> Did you do this with your fingers? <laughs> oh, I say.
1: Oh, <laughs>
2: perhaps I shall.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so it's an historic day. We're, we're, we're just...
2: Listen to him. You heard his soul die right there, folks. Did you hear that? Well, it's a historic day. and uh, We've actually been <laughs> reminding ourselves with pep talks throughout the show. People are
1: just tuning in. They haven't heard all this. They're not tired of it. So let's go, people. Right. Bring the enthusiasm. Right. But if you've been uh, if you've been doing this for four hours or whatever, which we practically have, uh, you know, there's a certain sameness to it. Robert Mueller testifying about his r- report in Washington, D.C. There's two congressional hearings today. One of them's not over. That's the Judiciary Committee, and then they got the whole uh, House Intelligence Committee with Adam Schiff show, which He's is got
0: the smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen.
1: Oh, it's like a pencil. And they're all loaded to bear, loaded for bear to make news themselves. Yeah, a whole other Muller, I feel bad for Mueller. We actually got this text. Okay, maybe I don't know if it's the headline, but one of the headlines out of this thing, the Mueller report is Mueller's name. As a guy that people respected and and felt was nonpartisan right. How much of the report he did is a great question now, right. because he is he has is passed his, his, his sharp years.
2: And he's either done a poor job or was constrained from answering very well questions about his objectivity and partisanship and the rest of it. He's done a very poor job of parrying that suggestion from Republicans that he is biased. Now, some of that, is, again, stuff he can't talk about because there are ongoing investigations. But, you know, the Democrats are obviously trying to build a case that... The president did obstruct, and he should be impeached. And I wish them luck. Republicans are trying to say the report's biased and cleared him anyway.
1: Well, how about, yeah, you, make, you can make this argument. Okay, Mueller's not biased. He's, a, he's got a long record of being a, a good, uh, you know... Uh, steward of American righteousness, or whatever the hell, Mm -hmm. um, doesn't make any difference. He wasn't running this show. Right. There's all these people underneath him that we know a lot of them were biased. That's the argument you can now make.
2: Well, and uh, was it Jim Jordan or Louis Gohmert who was so aggressive and so strong on that tack? But again, your bottom line is it's not going to change many people's minds. It's fun to argue about. We got this text. Why didn't Mueller's
1: family prevent this testimony? Sad. I mean, there are moments where it's, if it were my dad, I'd feel terrible.
2: Yeah. I'd feel terrible. Well, his hearing is not good, clearly. He has to ask for a lot of things to be repeated. You know, it was just, just unfortunate.
1: Well, how about when he got contradicted in his own report? He said something the exact opposite. Yeah, that was or not you, a great moment. Or you have to tell him what page it is on, and it takes him like 10 minutes to find the page, because he's an old man.
2: Yeah, they asked him, isn't conspiracy, aren't conspiracy and collusion effectively uh, the same word? Don't they mean the same thing? And in the report says, yeah, they, they effectively mean the same thing. But then he was asked, do they mean the same thing? And he said, no, no. And the congressman said, well, it's right there on you know page ninety three, paragraph two. It says, yeah, they are the same thing. What? Well, then that's. Then he right. repeated it. Then he said, I stand by the report. <laughs> Um,
1: So unless he was a lot sharper six months ago when he was wrapping up the report, he wasn't the guy writing the report and making the big
2: decisions. I tell you what, by the end of this second hearing today, the shift show, um, I think everybody involved is going to be just wishing it would end.
1: Hey, was there anything decent from the very final comments there, Hanson? Because they just wrapped up. So this is the end of the first hearing then. So now it's lunch break. The whole House Judiciary Committee thing is over and in the books for the historians to enjoy. And now, the uh, then Adam Schiff is gonna with his tiny little thin pencil neck. It's like a soda straw gonna roll in there and take over. Luckily, after we're off the air, yes, he is
0: not a long ball hitter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah. What a critique! (laughs) It was James Madison, but
2: (laughs) if I woke up tomorrow morning and all of this had been a bizarre dream, I would think, oh, okay,
3: (laughs) what a weird dream. I gotta stop eating spicy food. Yeah. Yeah, no more cheese
2: at wine for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. if you're in the mood, I have an astounding tale of of crime and punishment and justice. Um, uh, or we can certainly get to it tomorrow. We have some more good clips from the hearing because, yeah. believe it or not, there have been some you know some highlights or dramatic moments and the rest of it. We,
3: we, it's like a lot of the streaming shows now. It's like two or three episodes too long. <laughs> I mean, you could have done it in six episodes. Not even right.
1: Eight. We we probably have the biggest point for. Trump haters. We'll play that for you coming up after the break. The, the biggest point of the day that will be used maybe in campaign ads. So uh, we got this text. Bugles. Bugles are awesome with wine. You might mm, want well to try that. I've
2: never, never bugled. That is a delicious salty snack. Also, I'll probably, I haven't had a bugle in ages.
1: I'll probably tell this story tomorrow because we're busy with this historic day. Um, I finally snapped-ish. I didn't actually snap, but I said something, and I had restrained myself from saying anything. To any of the lifeguards at the community pool enforcing these stupid, stupid rules on all the children. You had refrained? I had refrained. I'd never said anything all the last several years. I'd never said a thing. Okay. But I finally did say something which was sarcastic. It didn't need to be said. The guy's just doing his job. I was going to go back today and
2: apologize. When you will tell the story tomorrow. You said something. Did you say it forcefully? Did you raise... Did you yell it or did you say it? Mr. Armstrong, answer the question!
1: Well... To me, it was not that forceful ah, or loud, but, but but you and my wife <laughs> both point out that I'm much more forceful and loud than I think I am.
3: <laughs> Did you say it to him, or was he just able to hear what you had said?
1: Uh, I would say
2: this
3: to your comments.
1: I said it to him, and then my son said, "When we got home, that guy looked at you like you were a crazy person." <laughs>
2: Did they have to close the pool? Can I, can I hang they with your sons, they, please? They, they
1: didn't close the pool, no. So that's good. Make all the kids get out of the water.
2: I, I would, say, I would say, like a top quality gas stove top. The heat comes quickly, but
1: I'm in the right. I just didn't need to. I mean, I'm right, and they're wrong. Yeah. But make, sure, make sure you tell them that
2: when you apologize. Always the best part of any apology. Right. Ah. Now, keeping in mind that I was right all along. I shouldn't have raised my voice and when I, you were wrong,
1: and 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 I'll get into the details tomorrow. But I talked about this over the last couple of years. I'm concerned for society. It's bad for the kids to think all of these things are dangerous. It's it's bad to have so many rules that they're they're clearly stupid, and even the kids know it, so they ignore the real rules. That's the problem. What's the right. saying about dumb laws ruin all laws? Uh, essentially, and yeah. it bothers me that there are people in their teens and twenties that think that this is normal. That this is normal to have all these rules for normal childhood behavior. I think it's damaging to society.
2: That's why it bothers me. On normal days, we have a freedom-loving quote of the day early on in the show. But we we're uh, covering the clown show this morning in Congress. And uh, if we had done it, indeed, it would have been uh, this one submitted by OG in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Um, it was. It's an interesting quote from Muhammad Abda, who I don't know what he does or who he is. Um, But here's your quote. The purpose of instituting laws is to prevent that which disturbs order, disrupts the structure of society, harms individual interests and detracts from public welfare. If laws do not serve this purpose, then they are but empty burdens thrown on the shoulders of the people. Indeed, we should see them as merely widening the sphere of corruption and increasing instances of injustice. Which is kind of a long and fancy way, of saying what Tom Jefferson said, the government governs best which governs least. And now we've gone in exactly the other direction. The micromanagement of the American people, it makes me nuts. And I assume you're uh gripe oh, yes. with something oh, yeah. of that. Just, yeah,
1: just ridiculous. Just yeah. ridiculous. And and we're making and the other part of it is we're making kids crazy. There are now some studies that show that all of this is what's causing the the unprecedented anxiety. In kids and teenagers, I
2: guarantee that's true.
1: We're we're ruining people's brains with all this. It isn't just a minor thing, right? It, it's that's why it gets me upset. It's it's a it's a big deal. Yes, about our culture. But anyway, I'll talk more about that tomorrow. We do have and
2: by browbeating a young person till they wept. You were going to write that, <laughs> wrong. but he was right. <laughs> I don't it's think that's
1: point. what happened. <laughs> Key moment from this historic day coming up. Stay tuned. Armstrong. The uh, channels seeing how other people are parsing this clip we're about to play from today's Mueller hearing, and they're parsing it about the same way Joe and I was uh, we're, 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 are probably going to parse it. <laughs> um, and uh, it's interesting that this is a big enough news deal that your your ABCs, your NBCs, your CBSs got away from their normal shows and brought in their big anchors and and you know did wall to wall commercial free coverage. And I, I imagine they will continue to do that through the day. With the uh, Intelligence Committee as it comes up with Adam Schiff in just a little bit. But th- this is the clip that's getting most of the attention, uh, attention as I bounce around the channels. I think the... Have you seen any of the parsing of this clip
2: yet? Mm, I don't know.
1: Because I have, and I'm just going to be... not sure what clip it is. <laughs> I'm interested if you're going to parse it the same way. I think you will parse it the exact same way. Okay. Even without the... Because I would have. Okay. Um, this is all go. very mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. It doesn't matter who's asking the question, right? It doesn't matter.
4: You could charge the president of the United States with obstruction of justice after he left Could you charge the president with a crime after he left office? Yes. You believe that he committed you could charge the president of the United States with obstruction of justice after he left office? Yes.
3: I had a sloppy start to that. It, it, there was a bit of a redundancy there. I think there. we caught the gist. Yeah, yeah. uh, well,
1: it um, might be worth listening to again. Let's, let's make sure we get this right yeah. before we start our parsing.
4: Could you charge the president with a crime after he left office? Yes. You believe that he committed, you could charge the president of the United States with obstruction of justice after he left office? Yes.
2: Oh, that was the stumble that makes it impossible to know what old man Mueller, who is half-deaf, thought he was answering. You think the president committed? You think you could charge the president with those? Are two completely different questions. Well, I, you could charge the
3: president with maltreatment of zoo animals after he leaves office. And you could. And or, was it? Are you philosophically asking? Is it? Is it possible to charge a president once they leave office? Right. Is different than would you? Ch- could you charge this president when he individually leaves office?
1: And I'll tell you what. So on CNN, they all agree clearly. The questionnaire meant. Are you going to charge President Trump when he leaves office? Right. And on Fox, they're they're saying he clearly meant, could you hypothetically charge a president if they committed a crime when you leave office? Is that a thing, Is the kids say? I don't know which he intended, but we also don't know which Mueller thought he was answering. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, exactly. I don't, I don't know on both ends.
2: Well, and it was the stumble in the middle that really makes it crazy. Where he like throws out a sentence fragment. Do you think the president committed? uh, Could you charge the president with obstruction after he? Well, yeah, in theory, sure. Maybe it's possible. I could charge him with maltreatment of zoo animals. Did
1: that guy catch himself and think, no, wait, that's too specific. I need to make this vague. Maybe he caught himself and intentionally made it more vague so you could have this conversation and CNN could say, well, obviously what he meant is, are you going to charge Donald Trump when he leaves office? And Mueller said, yes.
2: My belief is that if he had finished that sentence fragment, Mueller would have said, I'm not going to answer that question. Um, And so he realized midway through, no, he had to keep it vague, as you just suggested.
1: Now that we all know what we're talking about, should we hear it again? Why not, not? It's not very long.
4: Could you charge the president with a crime after he left office? Yes. You believe that he committed you could charge the president of the United States with obstruction of justice after he left office? Yes.
1: Oh, Lord. And is it the or a? I mean, did you mean the current president or do you mean a president? Because I mean, that's, that's not actually something that's been settled. There are Justice Department guidelines, but that's never been tested at the Supreme Court level. Right. So nobody knows for certain even whether or not that's true. Um, they're operating with the idea that you can't. Um, those are the guidelines, and that's what Mueller said he's operating on. But but nobody knows if that's actually true. And yeah. and hopefully we never put that to the t- have to put that to the test. But so I don't know. Did he ask Mueller? <laughs> I don't know.
3: But I, I will tell you, you know on what? CNN. We need Jack, another hearing.
2: Well, oh, so what, we glossed over. What are you he-
3: trying to do? Uh, hearing, hearing. We glossed over who asked it first. It was a Republican asking that. Does does knowing that it it makes it seem unlikely he was trying to lead him into saying yes, I could do that. That is a good point. Makes it even more mysterious what the hell he was. Trying yeah,
1: to I help. don't. I don't know. Does that make it more likely he was saying a or a or they? I don't know.
2: Well, let's keep in mind how few people watch CNN and MSNBC as they attempt to spin the answer uh, one way or the other. Um <clears throat> I'd like to hear the old feller clarify what he meant by that, but yeah. you'd think at the end of the hearing, you'd have a decent, what is it, five hours or three or two? or I Between the two of them? Yeah.
1: It's got to be four or five hours. Right,
2: exactly. You'd think by the end of that, you'd have a decent idea what the hell he's talking about. Apparently, no. One interesting thing. Too
0: is,
1: much to ask. Tucker Carlson points this out all the time. So CNN, you got eight people up there and they all have the same opinion. What's the point? Having an eight-person panel of of people that all think the same thing. Do you
2: agree?
3: Yes, 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 yes. But anyway, you you got a
2: handsome white guy, you got a handsome black guy, you got a a blonde-haired girl with uh, nice boobs, you got like a red-haired girl with nice boobs. It's I think it's mostly the visual.
1: (laughs) It could be the diversity of uh yeah looks
2: hotties as
1: opposed to opinion.
2: And then one kind of dignified-looking guy to act as if he knows what he's talking about.
1: But anyway, we've set you up for your enjoyable day of cable news viewing,
2: because that is going
1: to be the discussion all day long. Have a good time with that. I'm watching Spongebob with my
2: kids. Spare me. You know the great liberating thing about this show, doing this show, is if something amounts to nothing, we don't have to pretend it was a big deal to keep you uh, tuned in, like the poor bastards of cable news have to do. They just flog nothing over and over again and act. Like, it's just life-changing. You know, well, one, one what What a soul-killing that would be.
1: One thing I wonder is, we always wonder why these people don't coordinate their questioning. right? Like, you know, I'm going to ask this, and you ask this, we're building a case. They all start from scratch. But also, is the second committee, did they watch any of the first committees so they can build on some of those answers? You would think they would. But they might not.
2: Well, I remember there was one in one uh, hearing in particular to do with Kavanaugh that that would have been a great idea to build step by step by step. I'm not sure there's a case to be built here, really. Mm. I think they're just trying to repeat the same talking points over and over again and trying to get the best version of it to trot out then to uh, cable news. And then uh, during the 2020 campaign. What's in your news that is next, Marshall? Well, we got the Mueller hearing summary coming up just minutes from now. In case you mercifully didn't listen to it.
1: Yeah. Um, what is the summary? I gotta think
2: about that myself.
1: I'm gonna come up with my own summary.
0: Oh. Armstrong and Getty.
1: So I'm stealing this from uh, George George Stephanopoulos. He's edited down a couple of the questions and answers that are so far the headline out of the Mueller hearings today. At least this first hearing that was in front of the House Judicial Committee. It went like this. I'm sorry. Darn it. I need the TV there, Michael. And I've
3: already... I don't think Stephanopoulos is the one who who put this together. I'm sure he's got a staff to...
1: So can you pot it down, Michael? Because now I'm going to have to back up where I missed the first question, which is important to the whole go. thing. There okay. you go.
5: So you ready? Here we go. People watching over what he was trying to say exactly. Let's show those moments and then talk about it. Here it is.
2: The Department of Justice Policy... The
4: president could be prosecuted for obstruction of justice crimes after he leaves office, is correct? True. Could you charge the president with a crime after he left office? Yes. You believe that he committed, you could charge the president of the United States with obstruction of justice after he left office? Yes. The reason, again, that you did not indict Donald Trump is because of OLC opinion stating that you cannot indict a sitting president, correct? Uh, That is correct.
1: The big- now, so so, how do those fit together? The first one from Nadler, I think, clearly was a, in theory, could you charge a president right. if they committed a crime after they left office? The second guy, I don't know whether he meant a president or this president. And I don't know which Mueller thought, again, and the second headline out of the day is Mueller's a very old man who can't hear very well. So what he thought he was answering? So I don't know what the question's intent was and I don't know what Muller thought he was answering. Right. And then the third one, what was the third one? That was uh, the Ted uh, Lou,
3: just they would be the reason you didn't indict oh, right, was right, right, because right. of the yeah. Right.
1: Right. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Trying to nail that down, the cable news channels and all the lawyers and the guests. God, you'd think as Joe said, in 5 hours of questioning <laughs> one human being, can we drill down somebody in the second session? George Stephanopoulos, somebody, somebody's got to call up uh, the Adam Schiff or whoever and say, okay, we need to drill this down. I'm going to talk really slow. You're an old man. I wouldn't say that, but uh, <laughs> right. you, don't, you don't need to be condescending or mean-spirited. Um, but say, are you talking about President Trump? Let's just talk about President Trump. Let's not talk about presidents in the future yeah. or other presidents. Yeah. Are Is President Trump, I don't know how you'd ask it, you, is President Trump currently in a situation where when he leaves office, you could charge him with the crime?
3: That's the same hypothetical, though. Yes, mm-hmm. I could. Once he leaves right. office, I right. could charge him. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's the yeah. I, I need a lawyer who's smarter
1: than me to. But there's a way to ask the question to nail down specifically. The, the stuff in your report, is that enough to charge Trump when he leaves office?
3: I think that's the way to frame it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. But yeah,
1: that's got to get figured. Yeah. They got to figure that out in the second session. Come on. What are, however many millions of dollars we taxpayers spent and how many hours and everything, like, right. let's, let's at least get the answer to that question. How am I more confused after six hours of questioning? <laughs> that's true. We've come out of this more confused. Let's hear what Marshall's uh, got with his news.
0: I'm just going to follow up uh, Mueller in the spotlight on Capitol Hill today. During his opening remarks, he cautioned that his answers would, of course, be tempered.
4: As I said on May 29th, the report is my testimony. Well, then he was and pressed. to I will stay within that text.
0: Then he was pressed by Democrat Jerry Nadler. Mueller noted that his final report does not exonerate Trump on obstruction of justice. So the report did not conclude That he did not commit obstruction of justice. Is that correct? That is correct. And what about total exoneration? Did you actually totally exonerate the president? No. Now, in fact,
2: your report expressly states that it does not exonerate the president.
0: It does. Well, as far as questions of obstruction, though, Mueller agreed with the House uh, Judiciary Committee uh, top Republican Doug Collins who did stress that President Trump did not try to shut down the investigation. At
4: any time of the investigation, was your investigation curtailed or or stopped or hindered?
0: No. And Republican Louis Gohmert arguing since the president was innocent or considered himself to be innocent, there was no way he could have tried to actually obstruct justice. He knows he's innocent. He's not corruptly acting in order to see that justice is done. What he's doing is not obstructing justice. He is pursuing justice. And the fact that you gentlemen's ran it out it two years means you t- perpetuated time- injustice. I take, I take your, p- I take your question. The time has expired. The witness may answer the question. I take your question.
1: And that might be the great mystery of the day. Right. Nobody what? has any idea what that means.
3: Right. That's that's not an the answer. The good thing is I don't need to know what it means to use it every day in my life right. for the rest of my is life. Is that something right. you
1: can say when you're really pressed on something? You can just say, I take your question and that <laughs> and that ends it? The that question ends the is conversa- mine now. I took it. <laughs> yeah. well, Where the hell does that come from? Hey, get to something you play uh, getting to something you played earlier. If we're going to play the Was He Exonerated, right. we got we we should play the Republican who said Let's make this clear. Exonerating is not something you do. That's not the way right. our justice system works. You're innocent until proven guilty. I don't have to prove myself innocent. You just have right. to prove me guilty. And if you can't, I get to walk free. There's no exonerating. That doesn't happen. Of course, the problem is Trump tweeting over and over, I've been exonerated. Right. But but you don't exonerate. They never would. You can't. It's an
0: impossibility. So quit quit acting like it is. Meanwhile, Republicans like uh, Matt Goetz accused Mueller of failing to be impartial while carrying out his investigation. When
5: people associated with Trump lied, you threw the book at them. When Christopher Steele lied, nothing. And so it seems to be that when Glenn Simpson met with Russians, nothing. When the Trump campaign met with Russians, 3,500 words. And maybe the reason why there are these discrepancies in what you focused on is because the team time was of so the, biased, time of the gentleman pledged to resist, expired.
4: pledged to
0: California Congressman Tom McClintock also not convinced the Mueller team was acting impartially
4: and it's starting to look like you know having desperately tried and failed to make a legal case against the president you made a political case instead you put it in a paper sack lit it on fire dropped it on our porch rang the doorbell and ran (laughs) I don't think you will reviewed a report that is as thorough as fair as consistent as the report that we have in front of us. Then, then why is contradicting? Time of the gentleman is expired.
3: I'm sorry, sir. Did you just compare my 10 month investigation report to a childish prank <laughs> that <of> includes <laughs> ditch with dog <laughs> that
1: includes dog poo? That was uh, Tom McClintock, I think, successfully getting onto the news all day long with right. a very they get very colorful comment. Um, well, there's a couple more points I want to make. What was the point? Oh, yep. Mueller is very old. Yes, and and I don't think was in charge of the Mueller report. That's kind of interesting news for the day. We do not know whether... the, the, The main reason I think he doesn't think he was answering the question of, could I indict this president or charge this president something when he leaves office... Because he'd have to know how explosive that is. I mean, if that's what he meant, that is a a hugely explosive charge. I mean, that is, this president committed a crime, and it's only uh, our weird laws that are protecting him. And the day he's out of office at noon on January 20th of 2021, um, he is going to be arrested right there on the stand, standing next to the new president. I mean, that would be a huge news story. And I just can't believe that he would offer it up so cavalierly. But we don't know.
0: And the other thing, too, I hate to say it because I suffer from it as well. He's obviously hard of hearing. You know, you could tell it's not his fault. It's
1: not a crime in itself, but it makes it pretty. Well, uh, can you bring me that Chuck Todd quote again, uh, Hanson? Chuck Todd, the host of Meet the Press. Right. I've got it in front of me. um, On substance, Democrats got what they wanted. That would be the um, no, he's not exonerated. Yes, I could charge him. However, you interpretate that. Right. So Chuck Todd said, on substance, Democrats got what they wanted, that Mueller didn't charge President Trump. Um, But on optics, this was a disaster. And we live in a time where optics are
0: huge. That's true.
1: Optics might be everything, but it was optics a disaster because Mueller looks confused and very old and, and, yeah, all that.
0: One final note, not dealing with the Mueller report. Let us go across the pond. Bojo, Boris Johnson is now officially the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. He met with the Queen today. She said, okay, go ahead and form a government. So he is now promising the people that the UK will exit from the European Union in 99 days. Will he? Really, it happens in 99 days. That's what he's saying.
1: Wow, that's going to be a new story when that hits. Yep. Uh, is he going to comb his hair now that he's prime minister, or just continue to go with cap it down? Yeah. No,
0: I. But I think he's going to leave it the signature, uh, you know, pile.
1: Seems to be working for him. Indeed, that's signature your news, Signature pile. <laughs> hey, this is exciting, everybody! Yep. Another hearing is going to start here in like two minutes. Yay! With All right. the same guy and the same questions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> about a different report,
3: though,
1: right? Uh, same report, same huh. report, right. same guy being questioned, different questioners, but again, same, same questions. questions. <laughs> so that'll start here in a couple of minutes, and
0: if it's exciting, we'll bring it to you live.
3: I would like him to answer. I refer to you to the previous hearing where I referred <laughs> right. to the report, yeah, right? Yeah, no Where kidding. I referred to page thirty-two.
0: That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. Here I'm Struggling Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> Adam Schiff is running this one. The
1: House Intelligence Committee should be fiery, and uh, we'll bring you the opening of it coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show
1: for tuning in this historic episode of the Armstrong and Getty Show with the Mueller hearings. There are two of them. Only one has happened so far. The House Judiciary Committee uh, with Robert Mueller from the Mueller Report being asked questions. And this is the key of the day. If there's anything that matters at all from this, and I'm not thinking there is, but if there is something that matters, it's a couple exchanges like this.
4: Could you charge the president with a crime after he left office? Yes. Yes. You believe that he committed, you could charge the President of the United States with obstruction of justice after he left office? Yes.
1: So we're going back and forth. Did did was the question, could you charge a hypothetical president who committed a crime with that crime after they leave office? And Mueller said, yes, you could. Or did he mean, the stuff that's in your report, is that enough to charge Donald Trump when he leaves office? And Robert Mueller said, yes. Which is it? Okay, we've been trying to nail that down. I think you're going to like this. This is from George Stephanopoulos on ABC just a few moments ago talking to Dan Abrams, who I've never seen side with the Trump side of an argument ever. He's always arguing with Chris Christie or whoever on whatever show. Dan Abrams hates Donald Trump. He's a, he's a legal expert. This is how it goes.
5: Let me begin with you. If indeed he meant to say what he appeared to say to Ted Lieu right there, he's saying, yes, I have the evidence to, uh, to prosecute Donald Trump once he left office. That would contradict every move he's made right. up until this moment about not reaching that judgment. Right. That would be a bombshell <laughs> uh, for him to say th- those words, but for the OLC opinion, we would have indicted Donald Trump. That's not what he was saying. Um, what he was saying was that the OLC opinion m- ensured that the president could not be indicted, period. And that is what, that's the prism through which they looked at the entire investigation.
1: Now. So there you go. That's Dan Abrams' interpretation is, um, is that. So, I don't know where that leaves us. Trust me I watch a lot of cable news and Dan Abrams uh, I've seen him talking many things he's never he's never been on the on the it benefits Trump side of any argument I've ever seen so I think he's being completely honest about his interpretation of that we'll see where that goes Oh my god Adam Schiff has just started the next round of hearings with Robert Mueller he is the uh, chair of the house Intelligence Committee. Should we hear a little bit of that? We we come the back show with ends? one
3: of those old, like, ear cones to help his hearing, though, that, that I see in Western sometimes.
1: God, I'm worn out, and I don't have to answer the questions. Mueller's got to be exhausted. Anyway, can we hear this? Uh, who've
5: taken the time uh, to study it is methodical, and it is devastating. For it tells the story of a foreign adversary's sweeping and systematic intervention in a close U.S. presidential election. That should be enough to deserve the attention of every American as you well point out. But your report tells another story as well. For the story of the 2016 election is also a story about disloyalty to country, about greed, and about lies. Your investigation determined that the Trump campaign, including Donald Trump himself, knew that a foreign power was intervening in our election and welcomed it, built Russian meddling into their strategy, and used it. Disloyalty to country, those are strong words, but how else are we to describe a presidential campaign which did not inform the authorities of a foreign offer of dirt on their opponent, which did not publicly shun it or turn it away, but which instead invited it, encouraged it, and made full use of it? That disloyalty may not have been criminal, constrained by uncooperative witnesses, the destruction of documents and the use of encrypted communications, your team was not able to establish each of the elements of the crime of conspiracy beyond a reasonable doubt. So not a provable crime in any event. But I think maybe something worse. A crime is the violation of law written by Congress. But disloyalty to country violates the very oath of citizenship our devotion to a core principle on which our nation was founded, that we, the people and not some foreign power that wishes us ill, we decide who governs us.
1: Okay, here's what I think is going on here. I'm trying to trying to read the tea leaves here where Adam Schiff's going. It sounds to me like he has, um, he is willing to concede that, all right, we can't get him illegally on this. This is not a court of law, as we have been saying the whole show long this is all about public opinion Adam Schiff understands that and that's why he's not going with what's legal and what's not legal it's what is loyal and what is not loyal to America he's gonna try to make arguments that uh, just see he's guilty of not being loyal which is not a crime but you know politically could have some damage so I think that's what this hearing is gonna be about we'll see
5: who governs us this is also a story about money about greed and corruption, about the leadership of a campaign willing to compromise the nation's interest not only to win, but to make money at the same time. About a campaign chairman indebted to pro-Russian interests who tried to use his position to clear his debts and make millions. About a national security adviser using his position to make money from still other foreign interests. And about a candidate trying to make more money than all of them put together the real estate project that to him was worth a fortune, hundreds of millions of dollars, and the realization of a lifelong ambition, a Trump Tower in the heart of Moscow.
1: Wow, I'm going to be interested to see if he's got any way to build the case that that's, uh, that's what's behind the whole thing. The
5: sequel's off to a better
3: start than the original.
1: Yeah, he's going with a completely different thing. It's about Trump trying to get a building built in Russia, yeah. and that's why he was working with the Russians. I'll be interested to see what they present uh, for that evidence throughout the the hearing. And we'll have the highlights on the next Armstrong and Getty show.
3: It is now my
0: incredible privilege to present final thoughts with these moron Armstrong and Getty. You have to listen to that closely, but those are all...
1: Trump's words. That's Donald Trump, thing. Uh I'm your host for final thoughts to do. As Joe's decided to abandon the show on this historic day. I'm your host. Let's get a <laughs> final. <laughs> much <history. Yes. laughs> Too much history. Right. Too much history. Warm up. Uh, right. Let's get a final thought from Marsha Phillips.
0: Well, I, I got to tell you, I watch these hearings as they go on and on and on. And uh, I have to say, as you pointed out earlier, bad optics. Very bad optics for Mr. Mueller. I mean, he looked uh, confused. He didn't look uh, authoritarian. He just, it was sad. It didn't, didn't
1: do his legacy any good. No, there's no doubt about that. Not and, a then, bit. and then, of course, the question, did it change one person's vote in America? Right. I don't know. Let's get a final thought from Michelangelo,
0: our board operator. I'll take your question. I need to go do something <laughs> four hours long that is fun and exciting to balance out the government hearing I just was yeah. a part of.
1: Oh, yeah. My God. And there's another, is it another three, four hours yep. of this one? Yep. Holy crap. Uh, final thought from Positive Sean.
3: If you're tired of watching the, uh, the, the all the hearings, you can watch me watch the trailer of the, uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood where Tom Hanks plays beloved Mr. Rogers. That is available on armstrongandgetty.com. Trailer time with Positive Sean. Everybody's talking about it.
1: And my final thought, Jack Armstrong, co-host of the Armstrong and Getty show, is I'm hoping that if the, if the needle doesn't move, if similar to after the Mueller report, right. polls come out showing nobody really changed their mind at all, Maybe Congress will catch on and think, you know what, these hearings are not working, they're not doing anything for us, and they'll just stop doing them all the time. They're generally dog and pony shows. They're media events. They're 100% a media event right. created to have a political effect on people's opinions. And if they don't move the needle, maybe they'll go away. And wouldn't that be a grand thing?
0: Thing. And isn't a lot of it, though, just playing to the home team? You're playing yeah. to the, oh, yeah. hey, look at me, voters, I'm right. really
1: in it. Everybody tries to have a, a right. have a moment that will get on their local news back right. in their district. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. We'll have highlights of this one for you tomorrow. See you then. God bless America.
0: You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that.
4: I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes.
5: <laughs> That's fun. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say... How very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just
4: change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll
0: be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words.
5: It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you
0: want to rephrase uh, what you're doing?
5: So look, on optics, this was a disaster. But
4: Armstrong and Getty.